Welcome again to the Daily Word Podcast, a program that's designed to encourage you and to help you build a closer relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today's scripture reading comes from the book of John, chapter 1, and verse 29, which says, The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Our prayer today is that you would continue to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and share the good news of salvation. In this chapter, John here, he he presents the messenger, the message, and the one who will fulfill that message. These three things were spoken beforehand by the prophet Malachi and Isaiah, and by Jesus himself. From a prophetic, biblical, Jewish perspective, the message might sound like this. Behold, the morning and the evening sacrifices have turned into one sacrifice, and that is the evening sacrifice. When that day comes, that man, Jesus, will be offered up once and for all. There will be no more sacrifices, but you will be required to offer your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. How about that? Malachi 3.1 says, Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord, whom you seek, will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. The messenger was John the Baptist, who was thrown into prison and eventually beheaded. We won't get into the reasons why, because it would take too much time. The prophet Isaiah gave us a detailed account of the message and what he prophesied concerning the Lamb of God, Jesus, was nothing short of what transpired on that dark and gloomy day, the day when Jesus was crucified, the day when the Lamb of God was crucified. Listen to the account in Isaiah chapter 53. In Isaiah, he's pouring out his heart to the people because there was a spiritual drought at that time in the land. They haven't heard from God. And he said, Who had believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he, that's Jesus, he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men. He's a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. But you know, Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. 
the chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed all we like sheep have gone astray we have turned every one to his own way and the lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all he was oppressed and he was afflicted yet he opened not his mouth he was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before its shearers is silent so he opened not his mouth he was taken from prison and from judgment and who will declare his generation for he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgression of my people he was stricken and he made his grave with the wicked but with the rich at his death because he had done no violence nor was any deceit in his mouth yet it pleased the lord to bruise him he has put him to grief and when you when you make his soul an offering for sin he shall see his seed he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the lord shall prosper in his hand he shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied by his knowledge my righteous servant shall justify many for he shall bear their iniquities therefore will i divide him a portion with the great and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he poured out his soul unto death and he was numbered with the transgressors and he bore the sin of many and he made intercession for the transgressors that was the prophecy and everything that isaiah said there happened jesus also prophesied his own death in mark 8:31 he told his disciples he says you know he says look i am going to jerusalem and he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and, and the scribes and be killed and after 3 days rise again listen to what john said about the crucifixion they're going to crucify the lamb of god jesus knows it and the people are one way or the other some believe some don't believe but this is what john said he said in john chapter 19 verses 17 and 18 and he 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 said and jesus bearing his cross went out to a place called the place of a skull which is called in hebrew golgotha where they crucified him and two others with him one on either side and jesus in the middle verses 28 to 30 says after this jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished that the scriptures might be fulfilled said i thirst now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there and they filled a sponge with sour wine put it up on hyssop and put it to his mouth so when jesus had received the sour wine he said it is finished and bowing his head he gave up the spirit luke had something a little bit more intriguing to say and this is how he described the moment he said now it was about the 6 hour and there was darkness all over the earth until the ninth hour then the sun was darkened and the veil of the temple was torn in two and when jesus had cried out 
with a loud voice he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said that, he breathed his last. My friends, that day, God the Father could not look upon his son because he was made to be sin for all of us. He caused darkness to come upon the earth. And when it was over, the veil of the temple was torn in two as a sign that he was satisfied with the sacrifice. Now, all of us who believe, we can come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. But that's not the end. Jesus, the Lamb of God, was taken away. He was taken away. He was taken away and placed in a tomb, a buried tomb. And on the third day, he would rise again. Now, before he ascended to heaven, he gave, he gave us this promise. He said in John 14, verses 1 to 3, he said, Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. In verse 6 he says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you are a believer, you should pray up, look up, because you're going up. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17 says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. And we are the time. But I do hope that you will bless and inspire with what you've just heard today. There is more to be said, but we'll do it in another program. Till the next time, this is Anthony and Cindy saying, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through Him. So keep on believing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you.